0: Welcome to the 17th episode of The Brief. I am your guest host, Hanisha Alvani, MEPRA Youth Board Vice President and Senior Marketing Manager, Middle East and Africa at Page Group. Today, I will be chatting to MEPRA Strategy Board member and Zaid University's Professor of Practice at College of Communications and Media Sciences, Inka Steva and two very bright students from Zayed University, Shama Walid Abdullah Ali Al Hamadi and Noor Rashid Hamed Alruzaiki. Today we'll be discussing the challenges faced by both the university and the media and communication students following COVID-19. Welcome to the podcast, Inka, Shama and Noor. Inka, let's start with you first to see how, you know, uh, Zaid University has supported its students. My first question to you, Inka, is um, the pandemic has forced the university and lecturers to change their teaching styles. What has this adaptation entailed?
1: First of all,
2: hanisha thank, uh, thank you very much for having me here today. It's a pleasure. Um, what does it entail? Well, I think we got hit by it quite surprisingly as, as the whole world. So it had asked us for a very fast reaction to go from um, from face-to-face teaching to online teaching and none of us was specifically trained for that. Um, it was a really smart move from the university or from the Ministry of Education to say, let's push the the, the spring break two weeks ahead so that we could all kind of like have the time to reset uh, and get prepared and not having to switch from a Thursday to a Sunday to a completely different teaching mode. Uh, it's It was definitely a big learning curve for us. Um, uh, we got quick training on technology uh, and, and platforms, but it's not just about the technology and the platforms that enable us to be good teachers, it's really, like, how do you deliver a class? And it's quite different uh, than when you're face-to-face.
0: Charlie. I mean, rapport building could not have been easy, especially with a new batch of students uh, and, and the lecturers. Um,
2: in the first semester and the, the spring semester when it all started, we already knew our students. That was actually a much easier transition, transition. And interestingly enough, it was nice to see that some teach some students who were rather quiet in the face-to-face environment became very verbal online, and vice versa as well. So for now, we just started up um, the last of last week of August again. That's a whole different story because now we're suddenly faced with students that have never experienced us in person uh, that we don't know. Um, And yeah, that's a much more difficult way. And and we had to kind of put in some extra time to to get to know our students.
0: Surely, Um, there's a lot that one can learn from the way companies have reacted to the COVID crisis since the early days, and how they communicated with their stakeholders, be it customers, suppliers, or employees. For students studying media and communications, How is the university ensuring that uh, their students are learning from the best practice work churned out by the industry?
2: Well, it's a good question. Um, I think we've always tried to include best practice examples and case studies anyways in, in our classes. And now when you're talking about how to really deal with this COVID situation, an education has run very different than than a business or a company. I don't think we can can take lessons from that um, on how to run our classes. If you're talking about the content and how to make our students better communicators or better prepared for the communication um, world, we have guest speakers a lot, honestly, we, we're inviting a lot of guest speakers. Um, we have, of course, observed also how um, the government has communicated the whole COVID change and, um, and implementation of regulations, used it as case studies, and, and it was really interesting because the students were experiencing it on a one-on-one level. Yes. They were not only the students who had to observe it, but they were also the recipients of these messages. So it was a very, very nice uh, way to, to include it in our teachings. Um, I think that our senior students who are in their internships, um, they're learning the most of it probably because they're suddenly now doing internships online and not in, uh, in the offices. So I think that they're probably the ones who really benef- benefit. If you want to call a, a benefit, they will <laughs> be putting it right now.
0: Yeah, you, you've segued uh, perfectly into my next question on internships. Uh, internships have always been you know, very valuable experiences to get students to understand the workings of the professional world. How has Zaid University, as well as the industry, supported um, your students uh, with internship opportunities ever since COVID-19 broke out?
2: Well, first of all, I have to say that um, a lot of our students at the time that that the lockdowns came, were in their internships and many of them were stopped uh, completely. Um, And I think the stopping was in the beginning mostly because everybody kind of hoped or had the outlook that this was going to go by rather sooner than later. Um, So we put the internships partly on hold, Partly, uh, especially the private industries have to say they kept on continuing the internships um, on a virtual level. They were very fast in adapting to that uh, um, situation, um, and then we, we we allowed our students to basically take the summertime as well to intern. During the summer, of course, there was also not that much uh, on offer,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and then. For this semester, it's like, it's, I guess it's the same thing as with the teachings. We were much better prepared now. We had time to really um, think about solutions for them. And uh, we reached out a lot through the industry. Uh, more and more were open to the idea of having online and virtual internships. And for those students, because we also have the obligation to um, like to enable them to graduate and to fulfill their graduation requirements, Uh, The university has opted to offer alternative internship experiences where we could, um, like, we're able to work as research assistants or they would be able to work on individual projects that are more facilitated by a professor, but um, given to us by an outside entity. So, yeah, and I mean, virtual is probably the most common situation that we have right now. Like, I can only speak right now for the culture of Communication Media Sciences, but out of the, uh, I would say, maybe 70 interns that we have currently interning, um, I only had to offer eight alternatives. Everybody else has been able to, uh, to do their internship virtually or face-to-face in the industry
0: that's amazing uh so interesting to hear um especially how the university um was flexible um to extend credits previously only on internships to even research projects or um you know um other previous work experiences so so that's that's quite a nice gesture by the university
2: yeah i mean look our responsibility is our students to, to be able to move on and still give them a really quality education. Mm-hmm. So all the research, uh, which is not a real quotation marks uh, work experience, was always related to a real work research um, project. Yeah, nice. so it was connected to the industry. So I have uh, uh, colleagues that work in the tourism industry. So they would do a lot of um, research in in like, for example, how. Uh, tourists uh, perceive Emirati culture, etc. So it's it's really something that was always going to be applicable mm-hmm. to real-world uh, scenarios. So yeah, it was a way to to enable students to graduate for sure.
0: And from a from a well-being and mental health perspective, uh, the pandemic has not been kind to many. Um, with the prospect of a job search looming over many graduating or soon to graduate students, many could find themselves particularly vulnerable and anxious at this point. Now, how is the university supporting students in this
2: regard? It's hard for us, like the industry is the one to offer the jobs, right? And the the university can only provide the foundations so that you can go and find your jobs. Um, We are very, we really, like all of us who are involved in trying to and supporting our students to find a career in jobs, using their networks probably stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. So we are um, we're really trying to tap into them and say, like, hey, do you guys have an opening? Or if you don't have an opening, can you please put the CVs on hold and have them in mind? Um, it's hard to ease the anxiety of the students because they're the ones who have to go through these processes. Um, they're the ones who know how much are they in need of finding a job right away or not. Um it's it's tough, but it's tough. They're, they're also competing against a lot of laid-off employees with experience. Exactly. Uh, so it's it's a tough one, but I'm I'm hopeful and and um, confident actually that our young talents um, have a lot to offer. And maybe it's actually, you know, if you want to look at a little bit on the on the opportunities that the situation presented. Um, Maybe it, is, it will be a great opportunity for them to actually get those jobs because they come fresh, they come with new ideas, they're young, they're ambitious. Um, you know, they, They're Emiratis as well, I have to say. I think that our Emirati young talents are bringing an extra value to the communication industry um, because they have the, the heart, the hand, the ear much more in the society here.
0: Sure. And, and even I think uh, the lecturers play such an important role, um, class after class, uh, to set the tone that it is a safe space for students to express themselves or any any worries that they may have.
2: Um, yes, absolutely. Like I, I, what we do as, as colleagues, we talk a lot amongst our, uh, ourselves also and, and, and exchange ideas on how to take the anxiety away from this. I mean, I understood your question more towards anxiety, towards not finding a job. But if it's about the classes, yes, we have a strong network. Uh, we're taking a lot of pressure off the classes. Um, the university by now offers some uh, workshops, etc. cetera, um, for and webinars for students, also for faculty to, to deal with this, uh, uh, yeah, un, unforeseen circumstances and the pressures that we feel. But it's more that we are trying to do this every day in every class because I mm-hmm. think it's it's much more of a trickle down effect that if you feel that you're taken care of in your classes, the anxiety kind of drops. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I see it myself. I have a, a an 18 year old in my house who's doing her final year in senior and. And, and, grad, and high school, and I, I can feel the anxieties. I know where they come yeah. from. so Observing that, you can take a lot from that. While you're, if you're in, in if you're creating a teaching environment that is safe,
0: absolutely, uh, Inka. Given that we're now seven months into uh, the pandemic, and we've seen how it has completely changed the dynamics of our professional lives. Is there something that you wish the, the comms industry could do better to support tomorrow's talent?
2: Are you talking like just in this COVID situation?
0: Um, yes, in terms of you know, how can how can we as the industry better support students who will step into uh, the job market tomorrow?
2: Um I think it's probably I think it's similar to what I have always felt, is that the industry is extremely open when, the, when academia steps forward and asks for support or asks for internship opportunities or asks for guest speakers. Um, there's very little initiation coming the other way. So I think I would wish for the industry that they would come and pick up our students a bit more. Mm-hmm up okay. where they are at the moment um, so I know that Nipra started a um, a mentorship program which is nice yeah it's a um, student connect initiative yes. so and we are gonna that um, uh, we already arranged that they're going to come and present so that our students are also aware of those opportunities I think that sometimes our students are just not aware enough what's out there because we are we're not aware and we're not aware not because mm-hmm. we don't ask but because it seems academia sometimes is a bit of an afterthought by the industry
0: Well, I hope everyone's listening to uh, what Inka just said and that the industry shows support for students um, as they step into their professional careers. Uh, Thank you, Inka, for sharing your insights. It's been interesting to hear how the university has adapted. Um, And now let's shift the conversation and hear from students on their experiences and perspectives. With me, I have Shama and Noor. Shama Noor, thank you for joining us. Shama graduated in May this year with a bachelor's in communications and media sciences degree from Zaid University. And Noor is studying virtually in the same program currently. So my first question to, yeah, to Shama, uh, Shama, can you take us back to March and April when everyone was experiencing the lockdown? What was it for you as students? Um, and I know Shama that I think you had, you were going to graduate at that point. Uh, so what was it like, uh, if you can just take us back in time?
1: Hi Hanisha, thank you for having me today. It's, it's been a pleasure. Um, there's no doubt that COVID created a new normal um, for the higher education sector you know, with classes being virtual and remote. But luckily in this period, I was done with all my classes and I was just left with my internship course. Um, I was actually able to start it physically in an office for three weeks. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah, but it was then later cut short um, when lockdown was first imposed. Um, They asked me to stop and it was definitely a daunting period full of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. You know, I had, I was informed that I had to look for um, another internship and so on. But what I gathered from others studying um, online classes is that lockdown forced both the students and uh, lecturers to revolutionize the way that they teach and absorb um, information. They had Mm -hmm. to move from a passive model into a much more Um, interactive and collaborative uh, model. And this really required high adaptability skills from both the students and the professors. Sure. What about
0: you, Noor? Um, Take us back to March and April. Uh, What what was it like for you?
3: Uh, First of all, hi. Uh, Thank you for um, giving me this opportunity. Uh, As regarding to your question, I would say uh, the beginning of everything, it was a great decision to move the spring break in advance two weeks um, in order to get the university prepared well to prepare lecturers and for us okay. as a student to transfer to an online experience. Even though nothing compares to a uh, to learning on campus and interacting with students as my friend and instructors, uh, there was a quick adoption on parts of us, the students and the uh, professors. Um, I would say it was just a quiet, challenging uh, at the beginning, interacting with the, with the professors, but then we got used to it, especially that students here, we, uh, like, at the beginning, we haven't opened our, you know, cameras, mics, we used to type. It was just a bit hard for us to communicate, but then yeah. when we got used to it more, um, we started opening our mics, we started opening our cameras, it started to be like more interactive classes, but parts of the students are still in phase one of this uh, challenge. Yeah. I would say like that.
0: It's nice to hear the progression. Um, Shema, uh, you mentioned that your first internship was cut short soon after the lockdown was imposed. Uh, It must have really been a a daunting experience wondering how you're going to look for your next opportunity. Can you talk us through that process?
1: Yeah, it's actually been a very nerve-wracking experience um, to search for the next opportunity, especially given the extraordinary circumstances. I wasn't able to um, experience an office-based internship, and I had to look for a virtual one instead. And especially here, virtual internships are not that common, so it was a bit quite challenging. But um, luckily, the private sector showed support, and many private companies were very forthcoming and they stepped in to work with the university when they were reached out to. And that gave us the opportunity to complete this graduation requirement at the comfort of our own homes.
0: Oh, so, so nice to hear that you were able to transition from one internship to the next pretty much seamlessly in, in, these, in these extraordinary circumstances. Um, Shama, I have have a follow-up question. Uh, Given that you had to step into your next internship remotely, what kind of support did you receive from the organization?
1: Um, First of all, it was quite challenging, to be honest, especially as I didn't have any previous work experience. But I felt that doing my internship remotely pushed my ability to self-learn. It also tested my self-control when it came to like being trusted to work completely online however it was a lot easier to be distracted and it took a lot of (laughs) self-control to be able to stay focused and motivated Uh, nevertheless i was very very happy um with the support understanding and flexibility demonstrated by the organization i interned with the daily meetings we had um like, helped me understand the expectations and they enabled me to gain insight into the work culture. And I was overall very happy with the support as they really understood it was a challenging first time experience. Wonderful. Um, Noor, uh, you know, considering
0: you are going to be graduating uh, next year, uh, what's your headspace at this point? Uh, none of us know what the next month is going to look like, let alone next year. Do you have any anxieties? Are you are you even
3: considering a change in career path? Um, actually, I am hopeful about my major and I tend to always focus on keeping positive, maintaining the positive vibes. When I first chose my major from the early beginning, I was focusing on choosing a major that cannot be transformed into a digital thing. That was my first focus because everyone was panicking about this thing. As now, as the pandemic is, has occurred, and I am I'm I'm, in, I'm certain that there is a huge scope in graduating as a communication student. In mm-hmm. fact, I ha- I am very happy with what I'm studying, especially that it holds lots of opportunities. Um, I've learned lots of skills that I can implement it with, like with my own. Meaning, um, if things aren't going well still, or we cannot attend or attend. Um, Official jobs, govern, governmental or private in the private sectors, mm-hmm. I can still build my own business. Maybe starting small, a small event planner, with implementing all the strategies and tactics I have studied. As as you might know already, I am an integrated strategic communication student. Uh, we have lots of strategy. Nothing is stopped by corona for me. I have <laughs> yeah, studied. I think- different strategies and I have studied different tactics, I can change the challenge into opportunity for myself. And this major helped me a lot with this point.
0: That That's amazing to hear. I, I love the spirit that you have just demonstrated. And, and yeah, if COVID has just shown, it's that communications is so critical. How we talk to our different stakeholders, um, I think, it, this This field this industry has really come into uh, you know um, it, it's come to shine. Um, many of us have used this time of uncertainty to reflect on our skill sets. I remember uh, during the early days of the lockdown uh, when I knew I could not go out meet my friends. Uh, I used that extra time on my hands to start learning French uh, virtually. And it was something that i had always been planning to do for many years. It's also something that would help me professionally. So um, not only did it help me uh, to creatively engage my mind, um, I know it's going to help me with my job. What, what, what did both of you do uh, when it comes to upskilling? Uh,
1: you know, did you learn something new? Uh, Shama, starting with you? Um, With all the uncertainty associated with this pandemic, fortunately also came great opportunities and free time, as you said, was one of them. I personally tried my best to utilize this time to my advantage like as a way to get ahead of the game. I dedicated lots of my time to um, building my CV and amplifying my skill set. I did that using online courses. Um, I completed a one-month public speaking course, one communication management course, and um, two graphic design courses. Wow. <clears throat> Alongside that, I did many non like non-academic related workshops um, that cover areas like general topics, mental health and well-being, and so mm-hmm. on. Nice, because because the expectations are changing from
0: employers. So, yes, we need to be prepared that we are entering a very dynamic workplace of the future. Noor, what about you? Was the quarantine a wake-up call for you? Did you realize you had to, you know, pick up certain new skills?
3: Definitely. Quarantine and this whole lockdown was a wake-up call for me. I started thinking and doing stuff I would never do in my normal day i always wanted to attend workshops but i have never had time to to do that intensively like i used to do it but not that much i always wanted um like during summer i attended workshops like building uh, confidence i have also learned budget planning and how to create a business portfolio which made me consider opening a business as i mentioned an event planning business, uh, which I'm currently busy with doing its plans and finalizing some documents, official papers. Uh, So lockdown was more about setting goals with deadlines and starting to work on them. Um, Now that uh, that was now this was along um, with uh, my summer school as I registered for um, courses to keep me busy um, to actually finished some requirements for my degree and um ha- happily I'm saying this with a smile on my face right now uh I've uh, finished those courses with A's uh because I fully really committed to study uh, to studying like I had nothing to do entertainment I mean like going out mm-hmm. down, hanging with friends so uh I used my time wisely and studying I guess
0: so, so nice to hear. I mean, you both are great examples of students turning a challenging time into, you know, an opportunity to learn and develop yourselves. Uh, and and you're looking for opportunities on your own and not just relying from the support of your university. Uh, so that's quite inspirational. Uh, apart from online courses, uh, did you try other avenues such as mentorships uh, to get
3: direction? Um, no um here's the thing about me personally i am a very social and active person and for such personality like me lockdown was quite challenging yeah. therefore i have registered with the life coach um which guided helped and directed me uh, he was always kept and kept and like repeating this sentence um like all over the sessions that do stuff Like you will never do in your normal day. And I've mentioned this already. I did lots of research that is out of space and out of my field, I can say. I started Mm -hmm. also sitting with my family more and engaging with them by planning lots of activities. Some are traditional games might be. I would never do this in my normal day. (laughs) Like You know, that's like media and strategic communication students are always busy. I would never do and sit like that, mm-hmm. uh, t- playing with them. Uh, actually, I kicked to- with my family, although I hate to kick, but I managed. And because I live in a house with my grandma and uncles, I have tried to do some Zoom calls to cheer my grandma because she loves those vibes of gathering and yeah. uh, you know the, the busy busy life. Uh, so I tried to maintain our family gatherings to, to, to cheer her up and um because we're we are in a family that all of our members are so attached to each other mm-hmm. so I tried my best to maintain this thing this amazing habit. and you even got
0: to flex your event planning muscles by by that. creating so many uh different activities for your family to do exactly uh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, we we do have also the, the MEPRA Student Connect initiative that, uh, you know, the youth board members actively uh, connect with students, support them with assignments, CVs, job searches, etc. Um, so that's a resource to look at. Uh, my final question to both of you: uh, listening to how you have managed to thrive in this current situation, what advice would you like to share with other students? who either have graduated or are going to within the next year. Shama, if we can start with you.
1: Many students from my batch have still not gotten full-time positions yet, and we're still searching. But I'd really love to tell every graduate out there to never lose hope. I know that we tend to be anxious and depressed maybe at times like these, especially that we're dealing with a shrinking job market in the middle of a pandemic. But please make sure to constantly work on improving your current situation and enhancing Mm -hmm. your CV. And this could be done in a couple of ways. You can do that by, for instance, conducting a SWOT analysis of the workplace at the moment. Uh, by doing that, you'll get a clearer idea of what skills you need to improve to better kickstart your professional lives. Amazing. Uh, What about you, Noor?
3: I would say, give it all what you have. Don't you ever get um, demotivated because this time too shall pass. Um, I guess have a long-term vision. Think of where would you be in uh, 10 years and start working towards that vision today because personally, this what makes me always hungry for knowledge and hungry for giving more and more and more.
0: Thank you. Wonderful, wise words from Shama and Noor. Well, that's all for today. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you for listening. The MEPRA Youth Board recently announced an outreach initiative to support local businesses in Beirut following the devastating explosions in August. The Youth Board will assist with copywriting, editing, or translation services for businesses in Beirut struggling and who may need some extra help through this difficult time. If you are based in Beirut or know someone who is, please help us spread the word. All requests should be emailed to community at the rate mepra.org. The MEPRA Youth Board is also dedicated to setting up students for career success by sharing our expertise and guiding them on the right path before entering the workforce. As part of MEPRA's Student Connect program, we are offering our time to support PR and communication students with things such as assignments or project reviews interview preparation discussing career goals and cv review head to mepra.org myb student connect for more